Time now to welcome in uh, Luke Pierce back to Sports 1440. Head coach, uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings. Good morning, Luke. Welcome back to the big program. Morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for hopping on. Uh, so in a game like tomorrow when you have an 11 o'clock start in Calgary, do you guys go down later this afternoon or wake up really early in the morning and bust down? Yeah, I know. That'd be a little little too early. So we'll <laughs> head down uh, head down after practice here today and uh, get checked in and, and get a good rest here hopefully before uh, – another early start yeah it's just a weird timing i suppose you know within 11 o'clock it's the hockey hooky similar that you guys had last week that game that you played against calgary i hope people didn't leave at the end uh, because they sure missed out on a hell of an ending didn't they yeah absolutely it was a wild one i mean not uh, not exactly a coach's dream but i think uh you know exciting one for the fans and and for our players it was a big one uh, we've had a little bit of a a mental block here with Calgary this year and I think just to get that out of the way and, and win in such dramatic fashion was uh, do wonders here for our group and, and their confidence. Mm-hmm. So just to touch on after that 5-4 win, uh, pretty good weekend Friday and, and Sunday then at home against uh, Wenatchee. Just touch on the weekend and how things have been going for the team. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, even prior to that, you know, we won back-to-back here with Red Deer, which is which is really big for us too and then uh, you know had a bit of a shootout there with, uh, with Medicine Hat, but uh, yeah, going to the weekend after winning that hockey hooky game and, you know, feeling pretty good about ourselves. And we won a real tight road game down in Lethbridge, which is important for our group. We haven't been in a lot of those. And um, just to, to find a way to win on a day you travel down and get out to a real good first period and, and catch a lead and then just kind of do what we needed to do to hang on and, and get out of there with the points. And, and then it's kind of a similar story Sunday here at home. A really, really good first period. Um, I think, you know, we outshot them 16 to four or something in that range and just got ourselves out to a, you know, not a really comfortable lead, but a good lead. And then, um, you know, managed to kind of hold the fort to, to get the points and maybe not the prettiest of games, but for us right now, it's, it's about learning how to win games in different manner and, um, you know, really good for our, for our group and our confidence. Luke Pierce, our guest on Sports 1440. We've had you on a number of times over the course of the last several months, Luke, and every time we talk, it's about uh, how tough it's been injury-wise. And uh, you kept saying, oh, man, never seen anything like it. Talked to Kurt Hill about a week ago as well uh, at an Oilers game, and same thing. Kurt said, never seen anything like it. But uh, are you starting to kindly, finally, it's at the end of the year, but getting a little bit healthier? Yeah, we went through a decent stretch there where we were pretty healthy. Um following the break and then uh we're back into the hour you know we played this weekend with with three affiliate players in our lineup and um great for those young guys to get in and play some games and they all fared very well so i think it speaks well to the future of our organization but um we probably only lasted two three weeks there with with a fairly healthy lineup and now back with uh with lots of guys uh, on the shelves for different reasons and hopeful to get a few of them back before the end of the year and, and see if we can ice a, a full lineup again at some point. But um, something we've gotten used to and I think, you know, for our guys just built up that resiliency and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, moving forward, if, if we're going to face these situations again, we're, we're much better prepared to handle that. Yeah, and one of those young players, uh, Luke, obviously is Joel Aginla, and um, he's come up and played a handful of games for you. He's played the five, so uh, what are your thoughts on what he contributed uh, to uh, the team this year as being such a young player? Yeah, very impressed. I mean, he's going to be a fun one to have and to watch for our fan base. I think it's anytime you have those players who just love to score goals, it's uh, it's always exciting. And, you know, he's got such a big personality too. Um, you know, it's, uh, brings a lot of energy and life to your dressing room, but you can just see in the way that he practices and even, you know, uh, put him on the ice here on a five on three against Medicine Hat and 
you know, usually a kid at that age, you're probably looking to defer to some older players and things like that. But you can just see he wants to score. And he scored a beautiful goal in that play and, um, you know, had two in that game. So he's, uh, like I said, I think obviously a incredible pedigree with the family and, and what they've been able to do. But for Joe himself, I think just that instinct of, of wanting to score goals is going to be a lot of fun. Is it different to Luke when you have players like, you know, Blake Fiddler, you got Joe again, and you see, you know, their dads played, uh, you know, obviously at the, the best level ever. Uh, do you see that, you know, maybe filtering down to, to a young, young player, maybe more so than a, an, another player? Is it hard to read or, is, or am I just out in left field here? No, there's certainly something to that, Kevin. I think it's um, – I've, I've been fortunate enough to coach some some um, some players with, with fantastic pedigree from their lineage of family, you know, parents who played in the NHL and had long careers. And there's usually, you know, a couple different things that stand out for me. And one is they get what it takes, um, you know, so they understand the demands and um, the little a bit of extra that you have to do all the time uh, if you want to be an elite player. So you don't have to really teach them that part of, you know, watching video, putting extra time in the gym, staying on the ice after practice, working on skills. Like they usually have that understanding. And then they, the other part sometimes is there, there's a lot of pressure on them. And that's the hardest part. I think trying to help them navigate through is they feel like they've got to live up to something that, um, you know, right away at a young age. And it's just kind of helping them navigate that. They're also going to make mistakes and it's okay to go through that. And you're not going to be a superstar immediately. And, um, just, you know, trying to manage that, the, the pressure that they put on themselves. They have extremely high demands, and I think you find that of all high performers, but especially guys with uh, with those expectations of, of trying to live up to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, family name. Yeah, you know, uh, Luke, just even, and it's not a comparable, it's just, just bringing it up. You see a, a guy like Evan Bouchard make a couple of mistakes last night, but then he rebounds. Do you find it with these young kids that they rebound quicker now after making a mistake than what they did several years ago? Um, I think it's, I don't know. I I would say it's probably, I would almost say it's the opposite. I think there's still some that can do it very well. But, I mean, these guys, uh, I find a lot of them, uh, that's one of the biggest teaching points we have with young players is about what do you do after your mistakes. And, uh, um, you know, maybe that's just the group that we've had to work with the last few years. But I I think in general, they're so conscious of all their errors because (laughs) – they're plastered all over everywhere. You don't get to get away from them. They're all mm-hmm. captured on video. They're all, you know, you got to watch them over and over again. So I think that's a very good coaching point to allow players to get out there again and, you know, play right after mistakes and just live through that because it's they can get in their own heads and kind of overthink those a lot of the times. Luke Pierce, our guest on Sports 1440, one player I wanted to talk in particular, and we did mention it with Blake Fiddler. How how have you seen his progression and how he's evolved as a, a real young player, just, you know, trying to find his way in the Western League? Uh, he's been tremendous, I think, for Blake. it's You start the year trying to help just ease them into it and you never probably anticipate a 16 year old defenseman in this league playing 20 plus minutes a night on average I mean once in a while you would you would push them into those minutes uh, on certain nights but just with the circumstances of our group and the injuries we've talked about that we've had and um, the nature of how Blake has played he's he's gotten into that he's he's almost 20 minutes a night every night since probably middle November and there's been days you can tell it's worn on him and it's he's been he's been a little bit worn out but as uh, overall it's it's just been an 
incredible growth for him and I think it's going to pay massive dividends here uh, as we move forward that he's gotten used to not just playing that many minutes but playing against you know most teams best lines night in and night out and uh, he's handled it extremely well and you know we're pretty excited about his growth and and what that means for him and, and the organization moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, another player in particular I wanted to address as we were kind of nearing the end of the season and then of course the draft is coming up and that's Adam Jaco. Uh, what have you seen from him as far as uh, you know improving what does he need to work on to uh, maybe take it to the next level? Yeah, Adam's been pretty consistent for us. He's had a few lulls, and uh, as most young players do, but I think overall, like night in, night out, he carries his own line, and uh, he's responsible for kind of driving that. And um, the one area I think that everybody's trying to encourage Adam to continue to grow in is just is showing maybe a little bit more of his competitiveness. And yeah. he's not one of those guys. He's not a really. Um, uh, um, you know, outgoing type of personality on the ice. He's a very, you know, quiet, understated young man, but he needs to at times maybe get a little bit more fire in his battles and, and things like that. I, I think it's there. I, I know how driven he is individually. And uh, I think just sometimes people are looking for that more. So especially from some of the European players and uh, he's done a really good job of that lately. He's got engaged in some more battles and, you know, just finding ways to, to own the space in front of the net and in the corners and such a big body and um, so strong and, and good with the puck down low. And I think, you know, teams are really recognizing that and we know he'll, he'll be a high pick for sure. How can you bring that out more, you know, player? How do you get, how do you just, you know, reach inside and say, hey man, come on, give me just a little bit more fire? Yeah, I mean, no different than you would teach kids on passing and shooting the basics. I and mean, we, we show him little clips of areas because I think he, when people push him to be a little more physical and more competitive, he, he felt like that was running around trying to hit people. And I, I don't know many guys that are, you know, six five in the NHL that can do that. It's It's hard. It's taxing. It's you would be exhausted trying to. So it's just showing him the little areas where he goes in on an angle and cuts a guy off that just bump this guy. Or you stop in front of that and the guy gives you a push. We're like, give him a shot back. And it's just ways that he can sell himself, um, you know, as far as what he's willing to do to stand in there and, and live through the punishment day-to-day that top players are going to receive. And he's done a really good job of, of taking that and applying it to his game. And uh, I'll give him a ton of credit. I mean, this is a big learning curve coming over from Europe. He's played nothing but man-on-man systems, you know, his past three, four years, you're learning a totally different structure and then also the ice surface and all those things. So he's had a massive learning curve and uh, I would say that he's exceeded what uh, the expectation Mm -hmm. probably was. You know, sometimes, I guess, Luke, we forget that, you know, they're just young kids and, you know, you're coming from a whole new country. You got the language, you got everything else. How has he been able to handle that transition? Yeah, outstanding. He's extremely mature. he spent last year in Finland, so he'd already been away from home and, you know, changing languages and things like that. So his English is outstanding. Um, you know, he's very, very personable, so he gets along well with different people. And But you're right. I mean, it's a, it's a massive jump, and they have a lot of the pressure that most of our players here at home have people around them to, you know, go home and visit with mom and dad or have mom and dad come for a weekend to watch games, and you can kind of relax and be yourself. And open up about some of the things maybe that are bothering you or you're struggling with. And Adam doesn't have that luxury. So uh, we're lucky to have, as you know, Laddie around that can, yeah. you know, can, can give him that support. And, um, you know, a lot of other great staff members here with our team that, uh, you know, make him feel comfortable and welcome. 
Uh, you know, Laddie's been such an important part and what's it been like, I guess, like, you know, he comes on every Thursday. He's our co-host and we've talked about his, um, you know, contribution to the team and how much that he's uh, helped these young guys along. Can you just sort of address that a little bit here, Kurt? Yeah, I just think people, you know, Lottie is such a great person that, he, and you know, he comes in here as a volunteer basically once a week just to check in and see how guys are doing. And then he, he'll go on the ice. He's open to anything that we ask of him as far as helping these young players develop. And a lot of the times, Lottie, it's more about the conversation that he's able to have with some of them, just about what the journey is like and the ups and downs that you go through. And, you know, then he gets them on the ice and um, he pushes guys, but he does it in a way that, uh, you know, they always feel better about themselves and about their game when they come off. And again, he's doing this all just taking time out of his own day to come and help people. And I just think that that's one of the biggest things that stands out about Lottie is, is just how much he cares about not just the game, but about helping helping other people. And mm-hmm. we're certainly lucky to have him around. Yeah, and I mean, the players just love being around him. Yeah, it's hard not to. He's infectious and, you know, that personality, I think, uh, and his drive and, and passion for the sport and for, you know, for improvement, um, yeah, it just rubs off on people. So we're, we're certainly lucky to have him around. Yeah, we, we see it here, you know, every Thursday when he comes on, Luke. Uh, so just Yeah, he makes you feel guilty about yourself sometimes, <laughs> eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> makes you feel lazy. Yeah, yeah you know, he's come, he's at the gym at 4.30 when, on the Thursdays when he comes in here and, you know, he's... You know, just looking all buff and everything when he walks in the door here. So, uh, run down after uh, the morning game tomorrow in Calgary. Just run down the rest of the week uh, for us, Luke. Yeah, so we come home from the Calgary game, and then uh, we'll, we'll have a quick skate here Thursday. We head down uh, day trip into Medicine Hat, uh, which is which is a bit of a challenge usually, but um, come around straight home after that one and play Swift Current here on Saturday at home. So two real real good opponents on the weekend and and then uh, we'll wrap that up and head out east for our kind of final you know long road trip out to uh, Saskatchewan and uh, you know hope we keep the positive momentum going here. Uh, nobody uh, has eliminated us yet here and we're going to keep fighting to the end and um, if we can't get in we'll see just how close we can get and I think that's really important for this team to, to see how close we are. Yeah and plus you just want to finish strong and keep that message positive going into whatever the next step or evolution is. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, we've we've made significant progress from last year and it's a process. We knew this was going to be a long road and you tease yourself once in a while that maybe we're ahead of the mm-hmm. curve, but I think you're right in it. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we're uh, we're happy with the progress and there's a lot of areas we know we've, we've got to continue to get better at. Hey, Luke, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Uh, good luck tomorrow. I'm sure the, the Saddle Dome will be uh, hopping like uh, Rogers was a week ago. Uh, good luck tomorrow and uh, continued success. Thanks for this. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for the support.